Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, a world champion in not one, not two, but three different sports. Mark Henry and I talked to our good friend, Justin Labar. That's right. We spar with Justin Labar as we hit all the hot topics in the world of pro wrestling. Also, speaking of hot, AEW is hot going into this weekend. And it's Tony time with owner and president of AEW, Tony Khan, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Let's get into some wrestling. <laughs> a lot going on this weekend. Before we get into this weekend, because there's a lot of wrestling going on this weekend, Justin. Uh, interesting enough uh, for the WWE, no pay-per-view in December. What's going on? No TLC. Yeah, year. no TLC. I mean, that this has been that, that's. I think TLC has been the December pay-per-view. I think since '09. Um, and yeah, they're not going to do it this year. Uh, they are doing a New Year's Day event, pay-per-view event uh, from Atlanta. I think it's called Day One. So that was, I, as I'm hearing, was kind of uh, a motivation of, okay, we got one on January 1. We don't also need to do then one in December. And, and quite frankly, I, I think that's a, a good call, especially just given of what the pay-per-view would have been, TLC. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm long since over uh, the gimmicked, pay-per-views of TLC or Hell in a Cell. Really, the only gimmick pay-per-view I think that really holds its own and I think has moved itself into the big five, as I've said before, is Money in the Bank. <laughs> yeah. But the you know the extreme rules, the Hell in a Cell, the TLC, it, the, the, it it's it's so bad because it, it, what ends up happening, it, it's so manufactured and forced. You know, let, you know, TLCs and Hell in a Cells or extreme matches, those are meant to be call upon them when the booking, when the feud uh, needs it when, when it's time for that point that time for that payoff but uh when having these destinations oh well we have to have a tables match we have to have a ladders match we have to have a chair you know it, it, it it's forced the manufacturer we saw just recently with extreme rules it's not the most extreme night in the year it, it tends to be the least extreme somehow because yes. they, they, they force into like one or two big spots you know it's low-hanging fruit to market you know these events of that is at, with that gimmick name and so they feel obligated then to have those gimmick matches on the sh show uh so i'm happy they're doing away with uh tlc I, I think up next get rid of elimination chamber elimination chamber does not need to be in the middle of rumble and mania every year especially if you don't have 
uh, enough suitable contenders to be fighting for a number one contendership to go challenge for the world title at Mania. So all in all, I think this is a good thing uh, that WWE is doing, not having TLC this December. I hope that it's something that ends up staying uh, and it ends up being a more permanent decision for the years to come. Well, next week for the WWE, we're getting Crown Jewel. And when you look at this card, Justin, it's stacked. It looks like a WrestleMania card. That being said, one of or the main event match at Crown Jewel is what I thought we were going to get as the main event for this next WrestleMania, which is Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Uh, are you surprised that we're getting this match at Crown Jewel? I'm I get I get everything you're saying, but I'm not only because it's like, you know, you have Brock return at SummerSlam, you know, big surprise. Nobody knew for sure, you know, knew for sure that it was happening. Brock's stuff always kind of stays tight lib, which is which is fun. Uh, but, you know, with him coming back at SummerSlam, it's like and then, you know, you have you know, your return, you know, the return to Saudi, the first one in a while, be, you know, because of the worldwide pandemic uh, that, 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 you know, put off the ones they would have had otherwise. It's like, how do they how do they not? You know, well, now you have if you have Brock back on a contract, how do you not uh, have him? You know, if you need these big, as you said, WrestleMania type cards, WrestleMania type main events, how do you not use him? for a crown jewel show in Saudi Arabia, especially when, you know, uh, you know, it looks like you know, the, you know, the undertaker seems to be done. So you can't call upon that one. Um, you, you know, haven't seen it or heard anything of, of triple H. It's not, you know, it's like what a point is all those little part-time hits, you know, hit the, hit the, hit the speed dial for need a big attraction. Um, you don't necessarily have uh, anymore. So it's like, you know, I, I, I'm not surprised that said, I'm very curious to what happens beyond crown jewel because yeah. like you know again you have your actual wrestlemania in six months from now so is it brock and roman again where does, does the story take a does a story play out to where that's still compelling again in six months uh you know what what about the rock we you know we, we we've seen roman reigns doing arguably the best work he's ever done this whole bloodline uh storyline and, and, and the, 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 this, this godfather type head of the table character uh, is so compelling, so interesting. It, it, it lends itself that eventually, you know, the family member and Dwayne, the rock Johnson should resurface. You know, when does that come into play? Is that, is that a this year WrestleMania? Is that an, is that an, is that a WrestleMania after that in LA? You know, so it, I'm, I'm more or less, you know, I'm not surprised Brock's and crown jewel here, this main event, but I'm, I'm really curious what's going to happen at crown jewel. And then what can it do? Uh, to, to lend itself to future matches. It's an interesting one because you just said in six months we, is we have WrestleMania and it's going to be in Jerry's world, 100,000 seat stadium. Uh, WWE live events, WWE, even Raw's and SmackDown haven't been selling very, very well right now. I mean, I think the last Monday Night Raw did just over 4,000 fans in attendance. Now, six months from now, you're going to have to be looking at selling 100,000 seats. I mean, and the fact that you're getting Brock and Roman at Crown Jewel, like you we were saying, you know, does this point to that ultimate goal of The Rock? I mean, is is there any way that we see The Rock, you know, before kind of pop up leading to a match in front of 100,000 fans in Texas? Well, next month is Survivor Series, and it is the 25-year anniversary since The Rock made his debut in 1996. We've all seen the clip, uh, you know, 
you know, of, of, the, of the rock coming out and then the, and the, the, the big old hair. And he's, yeah. got the, he's got the blue, the blue tassels and he's doing the twirl in the entranceway. And Jim Ross has got that commentary. That's the man. That's going to be the man right there. That blue chipper, you know, that, you know, Rocky Maivia, uh, 20, 25 years ago in the garden, uh, they're coming back to New York for survivor series this year. It's not in the garden. It's over in Brooklyn and Barclays, but nonetheless, you still get the idea, you know, so there's been a lot made uh, a speculation of, well, this is a, you know, it's a milestone, 25 years in the same city, uh, same events of our series. You know, let's try to incorporate the rock, not saying a match, but at the very least, again, just an appearance. Um, so everybody's kind of like, and again, looking at the position of where, where Roman Reigns is at, it's like, you know, you look at that. Um, Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men podcast, he's reporting, uh, he's, he's saying that in that time, the rock's going to be supposedly in Australia filming more episodes for the, the young rock uh, series on TV. Um, but, you know, if there's anybody that's capable of, of, of the closest thing to teleportation, it is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The man can get wherever he wants to get. Uh, he's got a jet. So, I mean, I'm not saying he can't get from Australia to not, New York not City. Just any jet. He's got <laughs> one of those big ones, one of those streamlines, like a house. Which you'd expect nothing less, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so, you know, again, where, where, where he's at the day before can never cancel out where he could be the next day. No. So we'll have to wait and see. But, I mean, you know, Mark, I mean, I, I mean, it, it, you know, at today's point, they need a big, they need, they need big draws for Jer- going back to Jerry's world for, for WrestleMania. Again, a uh, rock Roman Reigns seems like it's a dream match. You want to cash in eventually. Big draws. <laughs> you you want it. <laughs> but I, I also wonder, you know, I, I know you're going to fill Dallas, but I mean, they're going to be in LA the following year. LA is where you want the rock to headline WrestleMania, right? Cause that's, that's, it's LA. What's, what's more important than now? Yeah. That's true. What's more important than right now? When you start talking about uh, pro wrestling, like the attack, the war might be over in a year. You need to worry about right now. And who wants to pay the rock prices for an appearance? Nobody wants to pay. Man, let's just say it's a million dollars just for him to show up. It might be more than that to have him wrestle. But if you're going to spend more than that, wouldn't you just want to go and get, get it in and have him wrestle? Have him be involved in the in the show? I'd rather pay $2 million and have him work and be a part of the whole organization festivities and match and show than to pay him a million dollars to do an appearance to walk to the ring and high-five Becky Lynch and put her over, which he did before when they launched Fox. Yeah, I mean, it makes good business sense. And I guess to your point about the war and about, you know, now is the most important thing. Yeah, I guess you could have the Rocket Dishers Mania. And what's to say you can't have part two the following year at L.A.? I was going to say, there's a couple of different scenarios, right? Maybe they do a WrestleMania 27 where The Rock's the host and it sets up a a main event match for next year's WrestleMania. Or you have a part one, part two, like we did with WrestleMania 28 and 29 with John Cena. Like, there's a lot you can do here because I think think you're both right. Like, Justin, I think my prediction was always The Rock in L.A. The Rock in L.A. It just makes sense. But then Mark's right. You got to think about the here and the now. A lot of buzz around AEW. Not a lot when it comes to the WWE. You bring back The Rock, 
there's going to be a lot of buzz about the WWE. So maybe you have to be more focused and concentrated about what's going on now and what possibly could happen next year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, WWE, you know, they have a few relationships with people that seem to be, you would think WWE lifers. You think you think The Rock, you know, a WWE lifer. You think John Cena. You know, never, never, ever let them out of out of out of out of your universe, out of your world. So I mean, yeah, if you if you have them and they're megastars, call call upon them because you're right. There's not the, the the buzz the buzz that is around WWE. Unfortunately, is predominantly negative PR right now. Um, you, you, so. Justin, you do realize that The Rock owns, um, the football team, the football organization now. XFL, yeah. The XFL. Like, wouldn't you want to try to foster a relationship with NFL owners? Wouldn't you want to foster a relationship with the NFL? Uh, well, that is what I hear is something that's, you know, on the docket. I'm not, well, that, ra- not, that raises the inside information. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm stating the obvious. And, and then, and that obvious mark, then that raises a whole lot of like, raises a, a lot of people's eyebrows, pun intended. There you go. So I mean, it, it's a lot that could be done. You know, the you talk about the the the, the fight for for what's going to happen next year. The fight for this year is important. I'm just saying. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Mark. Like to you know about the Rock, and you you know the Rock. Like you know here here's a man that's an A list actor. Here's a man like you said with the XFL tequila like hey. The guy's got a lot going on, a lot. Like, do you do you think he's interested in getting in the ring one more time? Is that something that like is on his bucket list for with all he's accomplished? And then don't forget the last time, which is almost a decade now, where he got injured and it really caused a ripple down effect with his acting career. Like, is The Rock somebody that wants to take a plunge one more time into the ring for the WWE? Well, let's just look at it. It's not about money now. You know, when you make $150 million to $200 million a year just from doing one thing, that's not with the liquor company. That's not with the XFL. That's not with all of his investments and other things that he appearances. Like, when, when, when you make that kind of money, what is $2 million to go do an event? Now, where the money is, is how can I get this to help something that's already existing business for me? XFL. I need help. I need support. That'll go a lot longer than $2 million would to somebody. $2 million to a guy that's worth almost a billion dollars is nothing. It's really not. So I think about the building process, like how can everything be supported and helped? I think The Rock is more worried about his business than he is wrestling. You mentioned the injury. Why take a chance on injuring the cash cow, the golden goose, when you could not do that and support and still come out on top, smelling like roses? So, yeah. I would stay away from endangering myself and being more of a in a support role. But Mark, and all that makes that's a, that, and that's a great insight, uh, you know, and it all makes sense. I guess my one rebuttal would be 
if that if that risk of injury, if, if, which is i.e. doing a match, but if that match is it's more personal, it's not helping business of XFL, but if it's with family and Roman Reigns, does that change the perspective? Of like, ah, that's, that's the one point. person I would want to help. That's a good and, point. You know, that, that, that's, I, that's my one rebuttal to, to, to what you said, which is, makes a ton of sense, but my one rebuttal is that it, it goes from business to a little bit of personal. It goes to family. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, you start thinking of legacy and how can I help my family build and um, especially if, if you can get that to um, to affect everybody, not just Roman. Make sure that, you know, the Usos eat. Make sure, like, you talk about being the head of the table. We know who the real head of the table is. We know. Everybody does. And the battle for that supremacy right now is priceless. Might be $10 million or more to get the rock involved. Like we're talking about pennies when you start thinking about what WrestleMania grosses. $2 million is not even a percentage point. We're talking three and $400 million. You know, the rock is like the dominant thing in that. Man, I, I might see the rock getting 10%. And, because I, I just feel, Mark and Justin, that they wouldn't have had this story if they didn't know that ultimately they were going to get The Rock. Like, this, this from day one that they created this story, I almost felt it's custom made for The Rock to come back. So I would be, I, I would be almost shocked if The Rock isn't the conclusion to this story that they've been telling for Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, I was just going to say, yeah, to, to that point, it's like you set out to, do this entire story you set out to make the movie you know what the final you yeah. know what the final act of the movie is <laughs> it can only end one way and it's got to be as mark said a minute ago we know who the real head of the table is and there's got to there's got to be there's got to be a meeting of uh of of the perceived family bosses here uh and so that, yeah how do you start this and not end that's the only way to end you know yeah. it's just a matter of when is the ending how long can you carry the story on is it this year's mania the next year's or both all right, last thing before we let you go, Justin. Uh, tonight, I mean, we got SmackDown, we got Rampage. They're bleeding into one another. What's your thoughts about what we're going to see tonight? Exciting stuff. Uh, I, I I can say with confidence, not just because Mark's in here. I know AEW's going to. I know they're going to bring it. I know they're going to bring it because they they have shown in their what two year history that uh, that, that 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 they know when they need to, to, I mean, they do it almost every week, but they know when they need to deliver. They know when there's a, a heightened sense of, of urgency and, 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 and expectation. Um, we'll see what WWE does. They're, they're going an extra half hour. It is on FS1. That's not as, that's not as big of a channel when they've done SmackDown FS1 before. There's been just a natural uh, lower viewership. Um, so we'll see, you know, we'll see what they bring. They're going to go hack half hour, no commercials. Uh, Tony Khan, uh, I love the quote him saying, I think it was to the New York post saying, you know, I don't know why you would take commercials. That's, that's, you know, that's how we got to get money. But he's like, you know, but I got more money than them so I can sustain this longer than they can. I mean, what a, what a quote, what a, what a, what a, what a, what a flex, <laughs> but Pedro, Hey, Pedro Serrano. Yeah. Yeah. No marbles. Uh, no marbles. Mabos. Mabos. 
Hey everyone, it's Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Feed the Noise Podcast. From Monday through Friday, catch me and the good sir Nate Lundy as we take you through each day's best sports betting opportunities. Whether we're talking spreads, totals, props, or anything else, we will do our Fade 5 to give you the knowledge and confidence to place your bets. Always remember, feed or follow, that's up to you. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. All right, let's bring in the star Tony time, Mr. Tony Khan. Good morning, Tony. How are you? Hey, good morning. You guys, I think when you were trying to pass me in, you guys hung up on me. I'm back. <laughs> right when you were giving me my intro, but it's great to be back on Busted Open, and uh, I'm excited for tonight. It feels like the biggest uh, Friday in wrestling in a while. At least we tried to give it that feel, and I, I think it might have succeeded because a lot of people have been coming up to me the last couple of days really excited for this weekend. Yeah, and you've been able to take advantage of a situation that's a little bit different, right? I mean, obviously Dynamite not on on Wednesday, moving to Saturday, but all this buzz and hype about what's going to be taking place tonight and Saturday, like I really think that the fans are excited for what should be a huge weekend for AEW. Thanks, man. Well, you know, I'm a big uh, lemonades out of lemon guy, Dave. Um, ideally, Dynamite would be on Wednesday, 
uh, and we'll be back on Wednesday in two weeks, and I can't wait. And we've been on this incredible run of Dynamite lately where we had been the number one show on all a cable for six straight Wednesdays, and the numbers have just been great lately. And, you know, it's in some ways it's a bad time to leave, but we'll be back in a couple weeks, and I was trying to figure out ways to make the best of it. And to me, the best way to make the best of the situation was to make this the biggest weekend for wrestling fans on free TV in a long time. And, uh, you know, it's been a long time since uh, we've done anything quite like this. I feel like it's kind of going back to our DIY roots. Um, you know, before we ever had TV, the buy-in was something we put before all our shows uh, because everything we were doing was pay-per-view or streaming before two years ago. And the buy-in typically is something we use to get people hooked in uh, for a big weekend of wrestling. And this is really the first time we've ever done three hours of TV, you know, one hour tonight at 10 p.m. on TNT. It's going to be huge. And then another two hours live tomorrow also. And, you know, first time we've done three hours of weekend TV, so it felt like similar to a pay-per-view. Let's put on the buy-in and load it up and give the fans a great weekend. And this time, you know, you don't have to plop down your money. We're going to give it to you for free. That's awesome. And you said about being, you know, you're the type of person that makes lemonade out of lemons. You also have a competitive nature about you as well, I'm sure, with the soccer team and, and, and with the NFL. Like, you like that competitive nature. So it, it must feel good to, to kind of have that again. You had it for a while on Wednesdays, but at least for one night tonight on a Friday night. Yeah, it, in some ways it does feel good. Uh, you know, for the fans, we'll try to make the best of it. I generally have always said I wanted the fans to be able to watch all the wrestling they wanted to watch, but tonight that just apparently wasn't going to be a possibility. So we're going to blow it out and make our show the best we can. I'm really excited about it. And for the hardcore fans, there's really something special tonight. And even if you're not a hardcore fan, I think you're really going to enjoy the show. Um to a lot of the really deep hardcore fans, it's going to speak to their roots tonight, what they see. But even if you're a new wrestling fan, you're going to love it because some of the biggest stars in the sport are going to be competing in AEW tonight. And, uh, you know, there's no bigger star in all of pro wrestling right now than CM Punk. And uh, I'm really excited about his match with Matt Seidel tonight. Tony, I, I think you picked a really, really good place uh, to have this show tonight, to be in Miami. The last time we were here, this crowd was rabid. So you feel like there's going to be more of the same? Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be very similar. I, I really – thank you, Mark. I really loved the crowd here when we came back on the road. And, of course, you were here for the Road Rager. Uh, this was the first place AEW returned to touring. And we've been in Jacksonville, done shows there for over a year consecutively – through the pandemic and this is where we went back on the road and also just these fans in Florida have been so good to AEW you know we did like I said all the Jacksonville shows through the pandemic and have come down to Miami we've taped dark in Orlando and going back there next week uh, for dynamite and so I just really wanted to come back to Florida and, and reward all these fans that supported us through the pandemic because without all the Florida wrestling fans you know would have been Virtual fans would have been the only people cheering on TV, and I thought the crowds added a lot through the pandemic. So I, I always promise the fans down here in the state of Florida, they get great shows, and tonight they're going to get a great show, and really so is everybody. Um, and, you know, to, going back to CM Punk and Matt Seidel tonight, uh, I'm just really excited for the match, and I thought uh, 
Tony Schiavone had a great line. I don't know if you guys have seen The Road to Rampage yet, um, but it was excellent. And there was a video on CM Punk versus Matt Seidel that actually showed how far back this rivalry goes. We had mm-hmm. footage from IWA Mid-South, uh, <laughs> which is to the hardcore tape trading fans, of course, like an immortal independent wrestling company from a, t- a pastime. Um, but even if you're not a hardcore fan, it's pretty cool to see a very young CM Punk, a very young Matt Seidel in the ring over 15 years ago. They're back on the biggest stage tonight. And Tony Schiavone had this great line in the road, too. He said, you know, it doesn't matter if you're in Chicago or Philadelphia or tonight in Miami. Whenever you wrestle CM Punk, you're the road team. He's always got the home yeah. field advantage wherever he goes with the fans. Wow. And I think tonight we're going to see that again because everywhere we've gone, you know, in recent months since CM Punk came back to wrestling, fans have just been so excited to see him wrestle and just see him see him in general. Is there is there such a thing, Tony, as no home field advantage? Because Matt Sidell is a fan favorite. Everywhere we go, everywhere I've, I've seen him, even when I wrestled him uh, 10 years ago, like he was, everybody wanted him to win. Yeah, he's going to have a lot of, I mean, he's, he's, Coming in tonight as an underdog in some ways, but in other ways, I think Matt Seidel's a favorite. You know, we looked at the statistics, and CM Punk, he's 3-0 and since he came back in his three matches, and, and he's gotten better and better in each match. But then we've seen, uh, you know, Matt Seidel's had 30 matches in AEW, 10 times as much experience here. And just over the last seven years, he's wrestled hundreds of matches while Punk has been out of the wrestling business. So now uh, now Punk's back, and he's looking great. But I think Matt Seidel's racked up a great record in AEW. He's 21-9. and nine. He's won 70% of his matches. And this will be a really great test for Punk. But I also agree, for the fans, it's going to be interesting. Uh, it's two guys the crowd really, really likes. Uh, also, Matt Seidel uh, has been taking some advice from Leo Rush. Uh, Leo Rush helped him get this match booked, came to me to get this on the books, and I think uh, it'll be interesting to see if Leo's had any influence on Matt and how he wrestles. And, uh, it, again, for the fans tonight, I think, you know, CM Punk, Matt Seidel, people are going to be rabid for that. Also tonight on TNT, talk about huge stars, where we have Chris Jericho, the TNT champion Sammy Guevara, and the undefeated MMA fighter Jake Hager taking on American Top Team where you've got Junior Dos Santos, the UFC former heavyweight champion, uh, making his wrestling debut. First time Junior Dos Santos has gotten in the ring tonight. It's going to be a big deal. And he's teaming up with a couple of really dangerous Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, who both have that fighting background themselves. And one of the biggest stars in MMA, Jorge Masvidal, is going to be at ringside. I just think it's going to be really, really uh, very interesting. And also we'll get lots of mainstream attention uh, the last time Masvidal showed up in AEW, he hit Jericho with that flying knee, and that is the most main press we've ever gotten uh, in combat sports. Even when Mike Tyson was here, in many ways, we got more press with Masvidal hitting the flying knee. So uh, that should you know, put a lot of eyeballs on that situation tonight, too. Tony, you look at tonight, obviously AEW Rampage live, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time on TNT, and then you have the Bunch show. Uh, just before and on the buy-in show you have uh, Brian Danielson and Suzuki and then like I punk inside down how happy are you as a lifelong wrestling fan to be able to like 
have these fantasy matchups, make these things happen like what we're seeing in AEW right now? Well, it's a dream. Um, it's a it's a different situation being in this kind of competition. I think we have really hardcore fans that love our show, and we've never had anything like this. Like I like I was saying, you know, Friday night rampage is one hour, uh, and now with Dynamite being on the weekend, it's three hours of live wrestling on the weekend. And you know, I'm trying to get the fans uh, excited, and I want to make this feel like an event. And even if people are out and about, I, people. Nowadays, you can watch this anywhere. You could watch yep. AEW on your phone, on the TNT app, or YouTube TV, Sling, Hulu. And that's how so many people watch TV now. So if you're out and about tonight, there's a lot of good reasons to throw AEW on your phone, even if you're not at home. Uh, or if you're watching on a second screen, however you watch, it just means a lot. And our fans have always been there for us. And really, we started this from the ground up with nothing and built this from scratch with the support of the wrestling fans. And the wrestling fans have been there for us every time. And there have been time after time where I question myself and I just have to say, sometimes I feel like a wrestling George Bailey because time after time the fans show up and really uh, validate everything we're doing. And it makes me so happy. And, and, you know, we've done now, well over 100 episodes of Dynamite, and we're going on 10 episodes of Rampage now. And this weekend feels like one of the biggest weekends we've ever had. You know, it's to, to be able to do Dynamite Saturday tomorrow and, and lead it off this weekend with a live Friday Rampage and so many stars on the card. Plus, there's a lot for Dynamite tomorrow I haven't announced yet because I really am trying to keep tonight uh, in focus on TNT. But there'll be more to come for uh, for the Saturday Dynamite as well. So there's just a lot on tap for the fans. So it's a great weekend to be a wrestling fan, I think. Yeah, and I think, too, Tony, is that you've created a really hardcore AEW fan base. You know, it's one thing to get the curious viewer in, which I I think you've been able to do, the mainstream fan. But I really think, especially over the last few months, you've really built up that hardcore fan base that you know is going to be dedicated and in a in a time like this will move from a Wednesday to a Saturday like they're going to be able to do this weekend. Yeah, they're great fans. I mean, they're the really best fans in the world. I see them and try and tell them that all the time. It's amazing, you know, wherever you go now, um, AEW's gotten so big. So I'm taking photos and, and meeting new fans and asking them their names wherever I go. And it's amazing how much people love AEW. So I hope people can uh, find the buy-in tonight. And then for the people who are watching the buy-in, hopefully we can convert all those people over to watching uh, the live Rampage on TNT tonight. We've never done anything quite like that, but um, I think it could work. And it's a, it's a cool experiment. And I couldn't come up with a more fun uh, test case to try it out with than putting Danielson versus Suzuki on the buy-in tonight, free worldwide. And I think it's going to be great. Hopefully make some new fans and, and convert those people over to watching Rampage live tonight on TNT and Dynamite live tomorrow on TNT. Brian Danielson said that he wanted to wrestle the strong style, that he wanted to wrestle the New Japan pro wrestlers. Getting Suzuki, is that getting more than you asked for or do you think that Daniel would be right in his element? Uh, I do think that this is a, a great test for him and it's a great question because I, I he's 
had some tough matches really since he came into AEW already, Brian Danielson. When you think about wrestling, uh, Kenny Omega and Nick Jackson, and then he was in that eight-man tag with some of the top stars in AEW. Um, so I, I don't think Brian's bitten off more than he can chew. I think this will be a great test for him. Uh, and if he wants to wrestle strong style, if he wants to wrestle strong style, he's got the right guy with Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, so I think it, that's going to be tremendous. And also Danielson has a huge match on Dynamite tomorrow night. So we'll get a little preview because Danielson tonight is wrestling Monroe Suzuki. And his opponent tomorrow is Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish tonight wrestling Lee Moriarty, who's one of the top young stars. He was a great independent wrestler. And I've signed him to AEW very recently. Uh, and uh, he's, he's been on a developmental deal. He's doing a great job. And he could play spoiler tonight uh, to this Danielson-Fish match. It'll be really interesting to see how Danielson and Fish come out of tonight if they're 100% for this match tomorrow live on Dynamite. You know, Tony, one of the things that we talk about here on Busted Open is is the crowd and the crowd reaction. Um, it's hard not to compare with the WWE right now. We've gotten a lot of phone calls from fans that say it's more of a controlled atmosphere. Uh, you know, you're, you could stand there when the wrestlers are coming out, but then there's a time when you have to sit down um, controlling the signs and T-shirts that people wear. And then, all right, when the match is over, you can get back up and cheer. It doesn't seem like there's any rules when it comes to AEW. It is a party atmosphere, an exciting, contagious atmosphere. Is that on purpose? Do you like that atmosphere? And do you think it's it's going to draw in it if, if somebody's watching that crowd on TV? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I grew up watching Friday Night Wrestling like we're going to have tonight. And I grew up on ECW, and it was a party on Friday nights. And it was absolutely wild. And we have more fans coming to our shows. We have bigger stars wrestling for us. And we've hit the heights as far as success and marketability and all these things that ECW was never able to parlay. But absolutely, they laid the ground for us in terms of uh, having this kind of a hard audience, these these loyal fans that just love to party and and also it's a lot easier to make new fans when they see how fun it is to watch the shows and i think that's why we have such a young engaged audience absolutely dave so it's uh it's a huge part of what makes AEW a great uh great tv product and friday night and saturday night i think we'll get to see this uh party crowd here in miami looking forward to it don't forget tonight uh the buy-in on youtube uh, and then straight into 10 p.m. Eastern Time, AEW Rampage on TNT. And don't forget, AEW Dynamite tomorrow night, Saturday night on TNT as well. Tony, it's always a pleasure talking to you. We appreciate it. I know you got a busy day. It's 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 game night, right? It's game day. So uh, game the day. fact that you took time out for us, we really appreciate it. And, and good luck this weekend. Well, I really appreciate you, Dave. Uh, you know, speaking of game day, this weekend when I was uh, at the Jag that time I was doodling uh, on my notebook and I actually, I saw that a lot of people had uh, taken notice uh, of some of the notes in my notebook, which is pretty amazing. Cause when you're walking around with like small notes, you never think that uh, photographers are going to capture like the small writing you've written down. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't anything more personal, but it's funny that like people run with assumptions on the internet these days. And I've seen, I, you know, all these people jump into conclusions that, Oh, that must be, the full gear card. And it is true. I, I announced this past bar stool that uh, Kenny versus Hangman 
you know, is the main event we've all been waiting for for full gear. It's going to be a huge pay-per-view event. And Kenny versus Hangman is absolutely But I had these notes. I was just kind of messing around with different ideas, playing around with stuff. And you can even see them. Like, it's like scratching around, and it's all written in pencil and it's been erased. There may be things there that, that you do see, and when I'm walking around in the sidelines, I guess I should assume there's not a lot of privacy that they were able to zoom in on that. I, I was a little surprised by it, but I'm also not really uh, thrown by it or discouraged by it because it's gotten a lot of buzz. Personally, that <laughs> some differences there. So I just was very amused by that viral story well, the last few days. And I at least you're small for having an accident. Yeah, I mean, uh, l- listen, don't, uh, unfortunately, in 2021, this is the world we live in. You have no privacy at well, all. Yeah, we just, I think it's pretty fortunate because it's gotten a ton of buzz, and it's got people yeah. really wondering now, and people should be wondering because, like, <laughs> I think it, it, it definitely creates a little bit more speculation. And for anybody who's been talking about it now, I, I'm going to leave you with more questions and answers. Well, I, I, you know what? It's when they don't care that it's a problem. But we appreciate it. Tony, thank you so much for the time. Good luck this weekend. Hey, thanks so much. I'm excited about tonight. Mark, I'll see you uh, at Rampage tonight. We're going to have a great night. And Dave, thanks for having me on the show as always, man. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Laspisa and Josh Friedman. Sound designed by Neri Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.